Hey, this is Mike from 424 Recording reminding you to help keep this podcast post office paraphernalia ad free by snagging a tape from Painted Blonde at paintedblondetapes.com. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hello, and welcome to Analog Thoughts in a Digital World, a new podcast from 424 Recording about creativity and the pursuit of the artistic life. My co-host this season is Jason from Painted Blonde Tapes, and we have a new format where every other week we present each other with a question about anything related to creativity and discuss our answers. We're also making recommendations at the end of each episode about anything we're listening to, reading, watching, etc. I feel like the podcast kind of picks up where I left off with the solo podcast last year, but now there's a new title and a new co-host. The podcast will be a 16-episode season released every other week wherever you listen to podcasts, so make sure you subscribe Thursdays at 8 a.m. starting from September 12, 2019 to April 9, 2020. If you want to see full video episodes of the podcast, become a patron at patreon.com slash 424recording. As a human being or a creative type, okay, just... I'm liking this already. Maybe even as a human in general, like, okay. do you do you keep a diary? Interesting or, question. Or do you or do you journal or you know anything? Yeah, I have. Um, I guess it's not really like a um, a official journal. Uh, there's there's been times in my life where I used to keep a number of different journals, like a dream journal, and then a daily oh, journal. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, those are really cool because I, I was getting into like lucid dreaming at one point, and that's like a step toward that direction is you got to like really remember your dreams, but that's a totally different conversation. Um, <laughs> so I, I kind of have like people have probably seen them on the, on the live stream or in the videos. I have like notebooks that I keep. I yeah. don't, it's not like, um, I wouldn't say they're, you know, uh, it's not like a daily ritual where I sit down and make an entry every day. It's more of like this, I, I catch all idea catcher type I just really like yeah. working in, in like an analog format, obviously, but also for like <laughs> writing. <laughs> I think yeah. there's really something to like actually physically writing your words on a page, the same as yeah. if actually physically reading a book versus reading something on like a computer screen. I've noticed like very, at least for myself, very different types of retention and very different types of um, creativity almost uh, and, yeah. and ability. It's very weird, but. So I don't. I would say sort of. It's not really like um, dear diary. Today I had an awesome falafel. It's uh, <laughs> more of just like ideas and then like essay, almost like essays I write or you know scripts that I'm working on for for videos. Um, what else is in there? Ideas. Um, so like song lyrics. It's kind of just like a a think pad or something. Just everything goes yeah. into there. You know. Because uh, I know that you do, right? Because I saw in the latest, or oh, the series finale yeah. of your blogs. <laughs> vlogs. Yeah. Uh, so what's that, your what's I your YouTube th- channel, by the way? Um, I think it's just like, I don't even know if it's, I don't think I have like a I think you're linked on. Name. I think I linked you on the side of the 424 recording one. I think it's just like I think, your I name. I mean, it's right? just my name. Yeah, yeah, just Jason Lambeth. Because I haven't decided whether I Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. You were asking it. me like, what should I call this thing? Also, like, um, if I change the name, then it, like, then it also changes my Google name, like my Gmail account name, oh. which I also use for my business. So I don't want it to be like, peace out, signed red pants, yeah. or, you know, uh, whenever I'm like sending. Jason uh, loves music. <laughs> well, that should be it. Yeah, there you go. Man. Um, it's like but, a perfect non sequitur for like your emails, the end of your emails. Yeah. And, but yeah, so I have actually like, 
I've done this in the past, like where I keep like basically like, and I don't know if I initially ripped this off from like uh, from the writer Austin Cleon. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that guy's books. Yeah, yeah, like um, he does a thing where he keeps like a log book, and um, and I must have gotten it from him like years ago because I used to do it when my um, oldest child was like when she was a baby. I started doing it, and then I just like fell out of the habit. So. It was like one of my like New Year's resolutions this year to do it again. So I've been writing it every day, like Whoa. just like, just like a, a, like kind of recounting like the day before, like just like you know like, oh hey, gonna stay up late to release Mike's tape, and I fell asleep on the couch and didn't release it on time. That's right, I remember that thing. day. <laughs> yeah, so like things like that, um, you know, because I for one thing I just have a terrible memory, so. Okay. Um, you know, if my kid says something funny, then I'll be able to remember it. That's awesome. <laughs> five years from now. So that's been a one thing. But yeah, I don't know. I have sketchbooks and stuff too. I don't, I don't do like a dear diary thing, but it's just more like, you know, kind of the day's events. Um, if anything crazy happened. Yeah. My, my biggest problem with, with like keeping up with it was that I felt like I would start out doing it with like too much detail and then, yeah. like, I would, it would almost be like it would take me longer to write the entry. Or I'm not, I'm not really sure, like, what I'm trying to formulate right now. Am I in this sentence? No, I get you. Like, yeah, I mean, like, like that's why I, it was almost like daunting because it was like, oh shit! But then this happened, and then this happened, and then <laughs> I did yeah. this, and it was like because the one thing I noticed is that for all the years I've been on and off in journaling, like, it's very rare for me to go back and like look at like read through it. I don't know. Do you, are you like actively reading through it or? No, I mean like, I think it's just for the future. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of like the idea is nice to like leave stuff for my kids to see. Definitely. Someday. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, I think that's like, I think that might be cool for them someday. I mean, that's, that's like part of like the reason that I do all this stuff, you know, is like, Someday they're gonna be like, "What is Dad? What has he been doing down there in the basement for yeah, all these yeah. years?" It's gonna like click, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna go on YouTube and see all these videos." Yeah, like yeah. Um, well, but, I think that's the one of the coolest aspects of YouTube. It's like a living document. That's why I was saying to Brian. You know, he started his channel, yeah. Yellow Rainbow, and uh, and like he, I think that really hit like a connection with him. He was like, "Oh, that's really cool." Like showing the process, and because he was saying it's like a perfectionist thing, but it's like like that reason is perfect. It's like your kids will have something to look back at and they're like in the, in the vlogs too, which is really cool. The, the, these like small moments that they probably won't even remember yeah. that you captured. Like that's, that's yeah, really totally. cool. I think cause like that's the one thing I think that's been great, you know, again about doing the channel and stuff is just uh, for the same reason. It's like, it's almost like a living journal of what I've been doing the past couple of years, like musically. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like whenever I discovered you, I went back to like the first video so I could like learn how to record on my four track. And like, there's just like this growth of you, like being, getting like more and more comfortable being in front of the camera yeah, you know? yeah. like, <laughs> and just like, just like doing your thing. Like, and Thanks, uh, it's kind of amazing to see. Yeah. yeah that's the, that's what, even for like, like I said, if nobody ever watched it, it was just something I did privately like that kind of growth is like, I feel like you can't find that sort of growth anymore in life or like that's the kind of growth you need to seek out in life because I feel like we get yeah. into these patterns as you get older and, you know, think you can't do something or don't want to do something or don't have time for it. And I don't know, it's really cool to, to be able to ha like document that and, and feel like every day is like, cause there was a point in time where it was like 
everything I was doing was just boom, boom, boom. I just felt like I was learning so much on like a daily basis. So that's yeah. where I like to be at. I think I would imagine a lot of people like like to be at that kind of spot. I don't know. Like, that's when I feel most alive. Yeah. It's, it sounds cheesy as hell, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I should. I guess I should go and like dig through my old notebooks and see what. I was writing about. Yeah, that would be cool. 15 years ago. You should make write some songs about it. <laughs> oh, I, I cherry pick still like from like notebooks from like 10 years ago. That's really cool. Like I'll, I'll go through and pick out a line or something if I'm struggling, you know, to find to find something to, to fit a song or something. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was my my question. I just was kind of curious. I don't well, that, know. I think it's an I think it's an interesting thing to do to yeah, to write just to like physically write and and it's something that a lot of us have probably gotten away from mm-hmm. as we've Absolutely live on as do we Do they live even teach kids and, like how to write in school anymore? Um uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> do you think having a, a general sense of naivety is good or bad when it comes to creative projects? Like I, I don't know. I've always been naive, especially like when it comes to music making specifically, because um, I, you know, I I picked it up like really kind of later in life. Well, I mean, consider like uh, con- compared to a lot of a lot of people, like they go through their teenage years and they pick up the guitar or whatever. And I didn't start until like my early twenties. So I oh, always wow. I always felt like you know it's kind of like. Um, Maybe that's why I kind of play like simpler songs. I don't know, um, but yeah, I don't. It I, I kind of like you know the whole part of like never really learning <laughs> an instrument and and just uh, you know every time you pick up like a new instrument, you kind of get inspired by it. And um, hell yeah. Uh, but then like on the flip side of that, it can definitely kind of lead to like some self conscious feelings you know especially when you start recording music or you start playing live and you realize like oh there's like kind of a downside to not knowing a ton about this sort of stuff yeah Um, but yeah I mean like the whole creative side of it I think is awesome I think like you know like going back to like you know being a kid and just like playing and you know Mm -hmm. and like I think there's like that whole thing where like as far as being an artist and like kids are all great artists and then they grow up and you know and they just kind of lose lose it as they grow up um i don't yeah i don't know i think it's i think it's okay to be naive in the long run (laughs) cool cool yeah that's that's interesting man i like that a lot like the um like the especially the childhood aspect i think is super uh poignant and true because yeah, I guess that's what they always say. Like you have a much purer view of the world as like a kid, and then as you get older, like people just feed your head with different shit, and yeah. you can go completely in really dark places or off the rails, or just not believe in yourself and what you want to create. And yeah, or you even you know you lose the love for doing something. Yeah, that's true. Know? That's true. Yeah, um, I think that's what I was. Yeah, um, I I was thinking like especially for myself, I just. I don't know. The reason I asked just just because I'm always thinking like the path I've taken to where I am. I'm always like analyzing it, probably overanalyzing it, and 
there's like an element where I definitely was like, I was a little delusional in terms of my approach to things and like how I thought things were going to work out or something. Yeah. And I feel like in a way that's good. It's almost kind of like having a belief in yourself, but I think to a certain point there was also like delusional thinking with certain elements of the creative process and, you know, just, just feeling like, Oh, like I'm going to put something out and it may have the power to change my life or something, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and time and time again, you and then it like, doesn't. Oh, well, it's okay. Yeah, even if even if you do make something amazing, and yeah, you know, it's it's never like quite what it seems. So I, I don't know. I feel like I've always approached stuff with like this naive lens and a belief, and just I can't I can't really tell for myself. I, I think it's. I mean, I think it's overall good because of where it's led me to now. Yeah, you know, I and, and I, I totally agree. Here. Like yeah, and I mean like I, like I'm about to put out an album. And, you know, like, I'm, like, I've got that feeling right now, like, this is going to, you know, like, this is going to do it. <laughs> like, I don't know, it's not going to do anything, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. get like, I mean, you get hyped up and like, and um, like maybe, do you think it's a natural part of the process then? I mean, it's, it's gotta be. I mean, there's like, that sort of like thrill of like putting something out there and like, you know, sort of putting it out there and seeing like what happens with it. Yeah, maybe maybe it is just uh, maybe it's maybe it's not necessarily a good or a bad thing. It's just part yeah. of the process. Yeah, I mean, cool man. I feel so much better about that question now in terms of <laughs> the entire scope of the conversation because uh, I don't know. I think I always tend to be a little pessimistic with certain things, and sometimes I feel like in my naivety I've been like taken advantage of or something. But I don't know. Maybe that's not necessarily. I don't mean like I just mean taking advantage of in terms of um I don't know my support of different projects maybe does that make sense Gotcha I don't know so that's something I've been like I'm I'm glad though I feel like this has helped me kind of look at it in a healthier healthier light I'll send you a bill <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> not a doctor <laughs> Looking for a way to support Analog Thoughts? Become a patron at patreon.com slash 424recording and check out exclusive video episodes of the podcast. All right, Jason. So let's close out with our recommendations. All right. Am I, I'm what, do you, what do you got? Okay. Yeah, what do I'm you got, I'm going back to um, our first topic, um, which was like a do you diary. I could always I could easily go oh, diarrhea, yeah, yeah. but anyway. So I'm gonna go with uh, paper and pen for the viewers. Um, I got the old school. I believe it's Mead College. Yeah, I, Mead, I go man. I go Hell college yeah. ruled. Um, so a hundred sheets. Uh, yeah, no wide ruled for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like going back to like talking about like how it feels good to like sit down and like write just pen and paper sometimes. Um, just like having anything on you, you know, to jot down notes. I know it's really easy to write, to keep a million notes going in your phone, but um, I don't know. I feel like I really commit it whenever I finally get it, like pen and paper. That's Heck yeah. That's my recommendation this week. I didn't realize that um, the recommendations could also be <laughs> those type of recommendations. I just broke out. I just like broke, broke the out seal. Of the- yeah. Damn, man. All right. You just blew that up. You totally, like, I'm looking at this completely differently now. Okay. We're going. Well, I think last time was a video game, so. That's true. Yeah. I kind of, like, yeah. I was kind of scrambling for something. (laughs) 
next week? Staples. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Dude, so do you want to hear my recommendation this week? Absolutely. So I actually was invited to a show by uh, my wife's friend, Greg. Well, he's my friend too, uh, Greg. And um, he's really into like indie rock shows and he's always kind of like scouring, you know, what's happening around the area. He lives in Connecticut and we actually went to see Parquet Courts in Woodstock, New York last week. And I think I was telling you about this. So I'm yeah. going to recommend, go ahead and recommend. Yeah, because you're, you're a big fan of Parquet Courts, right? Yeah, I've been following them since I I think like officially it was like their second album the one that had like stoned and starving on it um okay like uh yeah I'm really unfamiliar with their oh, entire yeah. discography yeah so. you got to go back like uh yeah yeah it's like that one's a lot more kind of raw I guess like the recording sound is hmm. and uh but they've just got some killer songs like they're just like dude they were they were really great live like yeah I feel like they encapsulate the New York sound. Yeah. Like I, I hear a lot of different bands, especially New York punk bands and like bands like television. Yeah. Ramones. Like Velvet uh, Underground. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Uh, a lot of different, a lot of different influences there. And especially on the new album, Wide Awake. Yeah. Uh, at least from the, the ones that I know that they played at the show. Uh, but yeah, totally. I recommend that new album from them. Check it out. Um, yeah. I thought, that was, I thought that was a great show. It was fun. It was nice, chilled, and laid-back environment. It was at the Levon Helms Studios in Woodstock. What what size of like venue is that? It's pretty small. Like um, I don't know the max capacity. I, I I'd say there weren't more than between a hundred and two hundred people there. What? That's uh, crazy. That yeah, sounds it's, great. it was. It's a pretty small place. Like there's a bunch of folding chairs, and uh, I guess. I guess there was a Levon Helms Midnight Ramble was something when he was alive. He used to do up there, and it's basically like a studio at somebody's house. So you show up, and it's a really small parking lot. There's like a fire pit. You can hang out. You can kind of bring your own. It's kind of like BYOB. They have food there. Like you can bring food for everybody, and there's like a communal food table, and uh, had some crazy cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I did have cookies, but they weren't crazy. <laughs> I, I decided to roll the dice. I was like, ah, fuck it. Um, uh, but man, that it, sounds it was, awesome. Yeah, it, was, it was cool. If you like analog thoughts in a digital world, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. It's wonderful to hear what you're thinking and also a great way for new listeners to find us. You can also send us feedback about analog thoughts at 424recording at gmail.com. Connect with us on Instagram at 424recording and at Painted Blonde Tapes. Please join us next week. I'm Mike from 424recording. Thank you for listening and make sure you do something you want to do today, all right?